For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures I will arise and go forth to the house of my young I will arise and go forth to the house of my father I will arise and go forth to the house of my young House of my young Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Yeshua, the Shekinah. This is part one of the series. We're going to show you in this teaching that Yeshua is the Shekinah or the glory of the Lord. And this teaching is going to be in four different sections. The first section is going to explain to you what is the Shekinah and how do the rabbis define the Shekinah. And from the associations that they make of the Shekinah, we're going to see that Yeshua is the Shekinah. Secondly, we are going to then look at characteristic or principles that are associated with the Shekinah. Thirdly, we are going to look at what the rabbis define as being the Shekinah from Genesis to Mount Sinai. And then fourthly, we're going to see how in the greater Exodus, in the gathering and uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel, Israel that will occur during the last three and a half years before Yeshua sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives, that Yeshua in the form of the Shekinah or the cloud by day in the pillar of fire by night, that he will be gathering the exiles back to the land of Israel. So we're going to look at principles in scriptures that allows us to understand those things. So let's begin by looking at our first slide. And this first slide comes from Targum Jonathan. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the Targums, that the Targums are the Aramaic paraphrases that were read to teach the Torah in the first century. And there are two primary Targums, and they are Targum Onkelos and Targum Jonathan Ben Uziel. So when I refer to Targum Jonathan, it's Targum Jonathan Ben Uziel. And that's from which our first slide comes. So from Targum Jonathan to Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 21 as found in the book The Targums of Onkelos and Jonathan Ben Uziel on the Pentateuch by Etheret on page 585 for the Shekinah of the Lord your God is among you, the great and fearful God. Now, if 
if we literally look at the text of Deuteronomy in chapter 7 in verse 21, the literal text says, you shall not be affrighted at them for the Lord your God is among you, a mighty God and fearful. Well, where the text says literally the Lord your God, Targum Jonathan renders this as being the Shekinah of the Lord your God. And so they're referring to the Shekinah being the Lord your God or Yahweh your Elohim. Therefore, we can see that the Shekinah is referred to as being Yahweh, who is the great and fearful God. In the Midrash Rabbah, Leviticus 25.3, we find that it is explained that the Shekinah is Yahweh your Elohim and has a throne. But can flesh and blood go up into heaven to cleave to the Shekinah, the one of whom it is written, for Yahweh your Elohim is a devouring fire? So the Midrash Rabbah says, Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 24, where it says Yahweh your Elohim, that's speaking of the Shekinah, and of whom it is written, his throne was fiery flames, Daniel chapter 7 verse 9, and of whom it is further written, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him, Daniel chapter 7 and verse 10. In Exodus chapter 24 verses 16 and 17, we can see that the glory of the Lord is described as a consuming or devouring fire. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai in the cloud covered its sixth day. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. So we can see a couple things from this. And that is the glory of the Lord is the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord is likened unto a devouring fire. So we're then going to see how the glory of the Lord is seen as being the Shekinah. But in looking at the glory of the Lord and how it is related to Yeshua, we're going to do some cross-referencing of Scripture. And we're going to begin by looking at Psalm chapter 29 and verse 3, where it is written, The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon many waters. So here, the voice of the Lord is said to be upon many waters, and then the God of glory thunders. We cross-reference this with Ezekiel chapter 43, verse 2, where it is written, And behold, the glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east, and his voice was like the noise of many waters. Whose voice? The voice of the glory of the God of Israel. And so here, the glory of God is described as the noise of many waters. And in Psalm chapter 29, verse 3, in describing the voice of the Lord upon the waters, it says, the God of glory thunder. And we can associate then the glory of the God of Israel to Yeshua in Revelation chapter 1, verse 8 and verse 15, as it is written, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is, which was, which is to come, the Almighty. And then in describing Yeshua, it goes on to say, in his feet, like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, his voice as the sound of many waters. So in describing Yeshua, it's talking about his voice being the sound of many waters. But in Ezekiel chapter 43, verse 2, the one whose voice was 
like the noise or the sound of many waters is the glory of the God of Israel. So therefore, we can see that Yeshua is the glory of the Lord. And we're going to see that the rabbis associate the glory of the Lord with the Shekinah. Thus, we can conclude or make the association that Yeshua is the Shekinah. We can see how Yeshua is the glory of the Lord from Hebrews in chapter 12, verse 22, 24, and 25, and verse 29, where it is written, But you have come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to Yeshua, the mediator of the new covenant. And so the subject here is Yeshua, the mediator of the new covenant. Then it says in verse 25, See that you refuse not him that speak. Well, who is him that is speaking? It's Yeshua, the mediator of the new covenant. For if they escape not who refused him that spoke on earth, well, what is this referring to? It's referring to what happened at Mount Sinai. And so Hebrews 12, 25 is telling us the one that spoke at Mount Sinai is Yeshua, the mediator of the new covenant. And then going on to describe that event, it says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 29, for our God, the one who spoke at Mount Sinai is a consuming fire. And this is what we're told in Exodus chapter 24, verses 16 and 17, that the glory of the God of Israel, the sight of the glory of the God of Israel was like a devouring fire. So we can see here how Yeshua is being linked with the events at Mount Sinai and the glory of the Lord. In the book written by Rabbi Savi Nasi in 1863, the book entitled Plurality in the Godhood, or How Can Three Be One? He explains Rabbi Menachem of Rakanati. Now this is an Italian rabbi who lived in the Middle Ages and commenting to Exodus chapter 24 verse 1 where it says, and he said to Moses, come up unto Yahweh that we find this explanation. The great and exalted God is speaking to Moses. He said unto him that he should come up to Jehovah or Yahweh, which is Metatron. Therefore we see that Metatron is a term for Yahweh, who is oftentimes called with the name of God alluding to the Shekinah, the glory of the Lord, which is thus called. So we have the association that is being made here by the rabbis that Yahweh is Metatron, which is the Shekinah, which is the glory of the Lord. We can further see this in this text. And the reason why he says come up is as if he had said, ascend to the place of glory where there is the angel, the redeemer. Now, when it refers here to the angel, the Hebrew word is malach, which means a messenger. And an angel, as we typically have in our minds of an angel, is a messenger, but a messenger of the God of Israel doesn't have to be an angel as we traditionally think of angel. So here it says, ascend to the place of glory where there is the messenger, the malach, the redeemer. So the malach, the messenger, is also the redeemer because no one can come to the great God for it is written in Exodus 33 verse 20, there shall no man see me and live. And so the great God that's being mentioned here is what the rabbis refer to as Ain Sof, without definition, who we might think of as God the Father, that no one can see him and live because he dwells in light that no one can approach. And so it's the messenger of Yahweh who thus is interacting with Abraham, Isaac, 
Jacob, and Moses. And this is who these texts are referring to. Now in the Midrash Rabbah, in defining and explaining who is Metatron, Metatron is seen as being the body of the Shekinah. Now the Shekinah is Yahweh, who is also the cloud by day in the pillar of fire by night. From the Zohar to Numbers, it is explained, and Yahweh went before them by day in a pillar of cloud, Exodus chapter 13, verse 21. We should, he said, render thus in Yahweh, that is the Shekinah. So we can see several things here, that the Shekinah is referred to as Yahweh, and the Shekinah is the cloud by day in the pillar of fire by night. We also understand that the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night is the Shekinah. As we look at Exodus chapter 13, verse 21 in Targum, Jonathan, where it is explained, and the glory of the Shekinah of Yahweh went before them by day in the column of the cloud to lead them in the way, and at night the column of the cloud removed behind them to darken on their pursuers behind them, but to be a column of fire to enlighten them before that they might go forward by day and by night. Now, if we literally look at the text of Exodus chapter 13 and verse 21, it just says, And Yahweh went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. But the Targums render that the one who is doing this or leading them is the Shekinah. So the Shekinah is being associated with Yahweh. Exodus and chapter 30 verses 20 and 21 and they took their journey from Sukkot. They were led by the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. Then if we look at Exodus chapter 40 verse 34 this cloud is called the glory of the Lord. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. So this is parallelism where the glory of the Lord is the cloud and the cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the cloud filled the tabernacle. Now, the glory of the Lord is regarded as being able to see and hear. Exodus chapter 16, verse 7 and verse 10, as it is written, And in the morning, then you shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he hears your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that you should murmur against us? And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. So we can see the association of the cloud with the glory of the Lord. And this glory of the Lord is referred to as being Yeshua in Revelation chapter 21, wherein in verse 2 it is written, And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Verse 3, And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. So in verse 1, it describes the new heaven and the new earth, which is likened to a tabernacle, Revelation chapter 21 and verse 3. Then in describing the new Jerusalem, which is a city of the new heavens and the new earth, the new Jerusalem is described this way, Revelation 21 verse 23. In the city had no need of the sun, neither the moon, to lighten it. For the glory of God did lighten it, that's the Shekinah, and the Lamb, that is Yeshua the Messiah, is the light thereof. So we can see that Yeshua is the glory of the Lord.
Lord, Yeshua is the Shekinah. Now, if we look at the book by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, written in 1863, entitled Plurality in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One? He explains that the Shekinah is the angel of Yahweh, or the messenger of Yahweh, who is God. Rabbi Menachem of Rekanati gave me the following instruction to Exodus chapter 14, verse 19, and then comparing that to Exodus chapter 13, verse 21. And the Malach, translated as angel in the King James, who is Elohim or God? Remove. This Malach, or the messenger, belongs to the court of justice of the Holy One, blessed be his name. And the word Elohim or God in the Hebrew grammar is not in the genitive case. Therefore, we must translate the Hebrew as being the Malach, who is Elohim or God. Therefore, we can see how the messenger is God. Now, in the Art Scroll of Genesis, volume 1, page 380, the rabbis teach that there is a heavenly Jerusalem. They explain there is a Jerusalem on high. And in Hebrews, in chapter 8 and verse 5, it is explained that the tabernacle that Moses was instructed to build is patterned after the heavenly tabernacle, as it is written, who serve under the example and shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle, for see, says he, that you make all things according to the pattern shown to you in the mount. From the Zohar to Exodus, we see that it is taught that the Shekinah is the Malach of the Lord. From Exodus chapter 14, verse 19, in the Malach, the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. Is then the Shekinah called the Malach of the Lord? The answer, says the Zohar, assuredly so. Yes, it is. The Shekinah is the Malach of Yahweh. We can see how the Zohar explains from Exodus that the Shekinah is the messenger between heaven and earth by explaining it this way. For thus says Rabbi Simeon, the Holy One prepared for himself a holy palace, a supernal palace, a holy city, a supernal city, which is called Jerusalem, the holy city, which is called in Revelation 21, the new Jerusalem. He who wishes to see the king must enter through this holy city and thence take his way to the king. This is the gate of the Lord into which the righteous shall enter. Psalm 118 and verse 20. Every message which the king wishes to send out is sent through the Matrona. The Matrona is another term that the Zohar uses for the Shekinah. And conversely, Every message sent from the lower spheres, that would be the earth, to the king must first reach the matrona or the Shekinah. And from her, it goes to the king. Thus, the matrona is the messenger, the malach, between the upper regions or the heavenly tabernacle and the lower or the earth. For this reason, she is called the angel, the messenger of God. From now, he who wishes to speak to me must first make known his concerns to you. Hence, the Malach of God went behind them. So the Shekinah is the intermediary, the messenger between heaven and earth. So does God the Father have an intermediator, a messenger? Yes, he does. It is the Shekinah who we understand to be Yeshua. In the Zohar to Exodus, section 2, page 143a, referring to the heavenly tabernacle, it is taught that Metatron is over the heavenly tabernacle. And it came to pass that the tabernacle
tabernacle was reared up. The reference being to the other tabernacle, to that which is above, meaning the heavenly tabernacle, wherein the young man or Metatron oversees. Now we are told in Hebrews in chapter 3 in verse 1 that Yeshua is our high priest and he is the high priest of the heavenly tabernacle. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 it is written, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Messiah Yeshua. Then it goes on to state in Hebrews chapter 4 verses 14 through 16 as it is written, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Yeshua, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So the rabbis teach there's a heavenly tabernacle, there's a Jerusalem which is above, and Metatron oversees that heavenly tabernacle. The birth Hadashah, the new covenant, explains to us that Yeshua is our high priest and we could come boldly to his throne, referring to the heavenly tabernacle, to find grace and help in a time of need. Even as the rabbis explain that there's a messenger between the lower spheres and the upper world, and that messenger is the Matrona, the Shekinah, we are told in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, that Yeshua is the mediator between the Father and man. As it is written, there is one God in one mediator between God and men, the man, Messiah, Yeshua. So these concepts of a high priest in the heavenly tabernacle, a mediator between God and men, these are concepts which are taught by the ancient rabbis. We can see that Yeshua is our mediator from Hebrews chapter 9 verse 15 and Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24 as it is written. And for this cause, he, that is Yeshua, is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. And to Yeshua, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. From the book, The Plurality and the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, 1863, he explains, And likewise, our rabbis of blessed memory have said that the Shekinah of Yahweh went down with them to the sea. Hence it is said, the Malach, or angel, who is God removed. Exodus chapter 14, verse 19. If this Malach is the Shekinah, once again, the Shekinah is called God, then it, the Shekinah, is called Malach. And this Malach, or the Shekinah, is the prince of the world because the Malach, or the Shekinah, has the government of God that is placed in his hand. In the book, The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner on page 64, he refers to Isaiah in chapter 9 and verse 6. That that is referring to a personal Messiah, wherein it is written, for a child is born unto us, a son is given unto us, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. So here, there's an association made between the government being upon a personal Messiah, and the Zohar explains that the Shekinah, who is God, that the government will be upon his shoulders. Well, that's going to conclude part one of the series on the subject, Yeshua, 
the Shekinah. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.